thinks that they're all wrong. One's American and one is an Aussie. Talking about StarCraft 2 and the esports scene. So I was woken up this morning by some like rib pain or something. Okay. And I've had bruised ribs, so, uh, I or cracked ribs, I think. Let's see, this was about 15 years ago, so, hmm. Yeah, I think they were cracked. I think that's what the doctor said. I think I've told this story before, but I had cracked ribs and bronchitis at the same time for about a week back in 2004, so. Hmm. Anyway, the pain stays with you, the memory of it stays with you, and I woke up, it was I woken up this morning by rib pain. And I'm like, right. uh, was, was I attacked in my sleep or did I do this to myself? <laughs> Maybe I fell out of bed at some point and got back into the bed without waking up. But I don't know. It was really, really uncomfortable. Hurt to breathe, hurt to move my arms, hurt to stand up. And I uh, woke up earlier than I wanted to just because the pain was so bad. But um, hmm. I don't know. It just on the way to work, it hurt. When I sat down at my desk, it hurt. And then after like two hours, all of a sudden I realized it was gone. So I'm like, uh, that's weird. That's not how pain, like that kind of pain usually works. It doesn't just go away instantly. Right. Yeah. If it was a bruise or something, it should consistently be painful for a while. I think that's how that works. I'm not a doctor. Don't quote me on this. <laughs> But in your experience, if there's been so much pain that it's like hurt you to breathe, does it just disappear on you? No. No. Okay. So not weird. Uh, did you go see a doctor? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> I did not. Because I don't know. It hasn't bothered me. It's been like, what time is it now? I mean, it's been 10 hours since I felt that pain and I just I almost forgot about it until I started my call with you and I thought back to my day so mm. I, I don't know like where it was I guess maybe an organ could have been misplaced temporarily and <laughs> caused that kind of pain I don't know man I should google temporary pain in the ribs area <laughs> but I mean the ribs exist to protect the lungs so like the only organs that are involved here are lungs so I don't think that's what it was. Are you Googling? Yeah, yeah, I'm Googling. <laughs> You're medically Googling for me? Yeah. Uh, okay. WebMD is always accurate, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, like temporary rib pain. Tights syndrome? What is that? Called? What? I don't know. It gave me a is a rare inflammatory disorder characterized by chest pain and swelling of the cartilage. Do you have any Whoa. swelling? Um, I don't think so. Hmm. I, don't really f I don't really feel the area, though. It just hurt. Did it hurt, like, around the sternum or the other end of the ribs? No. On the side. Okay. Like, really close to the side, my left side. I did a visual inspection because, like, maybe there was a bruise forming, but no. <laughs> No bruise, no nothing, no redness, nothing like obviously like a rib is broken and point like poking out of my skin. <laughs> nothing like that. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, don't know. Yeah. I mean, what's interesting is my brother uh, was diagnosed with a ruptured appendix a couple days ago. Oh. So I was like, maybe it's my appendix. <laughs> Your body's trying to one-up. It's one too up high. <laughs> yeah. Like, my body's like, oh, yeah, look at all this attention your brother's getting. I can do the same thing. Thanks, body. You're the best. <laughs> uh, but no, 
I'm too high for that. If my appendix is way up in that area, I'm. I think I'm worried. Well, it's not. I don't think it's supposed to be up there. It's not that your body's like I can do the appendix too. It's like I'm gonna one up the appendix and do like the ribs, the lungs. Oh, <laughs> ruptured lung. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the other thing. Breathing's fine. I haven't had any breathing trouble at all today, so I don't think it's it's anything with the lung organs. Hmm. So yeah, it's, it's it's exciting opening to the day, and then it got real boring after that. Okay. Actually, I lied. There was E3 stuff, so... There's been lots of E3 stuff. So much E3 stuff. This probably should just be an E3 podcast, I think, unless there's something else specifically you wanted to cover. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I think it's fine for just be E3. Yeah. Excellent. There is a lot. There's a lot of E3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what? I guess to start off, what are you most excited Final Fantasy. for that they've officially announced? The Final Fantasy VII remake. Yes. Okay. So I've I've heard some rumors here. Okay. What that they've changed the gameplay to the point where it's not really an RPG anymore? Is that accurate? You would say. Um. No, it's still an no. RPG. Okay. It's still an RPG. It's like okay. You can have different gameplays in RPGs, so that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, mm. They've changed the gameplay enough that it's considerably different to the original, right? Okay. Which which so, we, yeah. which we've talked about, right? Yes. Um, but in that, I think we I, I mentioned mostly mechanical changes. Um, yes. In this, there's like straight up scripting differences and stuff like that. So. Yeah. That's so weird to me. That's so weird to me. It's like if Blizzard released StarCraft Remastered and the story was different. It'd be like, um, well, <laughs> what is this? Well, the, 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 like this is a full-on remake. So it's they're taking the same story and the same structure but telling it differently. It's literally like an adaptation of the original game in the same way you'll get differences between The Lord of the Rings and the movies. The novels and oh, the movies. Oh, so you consider it a Final Fantasy VII adaptation, not a remake? Well, I mean, it's 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 it's, hmm. it's a remake adaptation. I don't like. I think remake is a perfectly suitable word for it because they're just remaking it, and it's in the same format. But yeah, uh, it it's noticeably different about a lot of things. Yeah, uh, like they would use the word remaster if it was literally just prettying it up, right? Yes. So. Where else has the remake term been used in video games? I'm trying to think if there's any if this has ever been done before. Um, I don't know if it has. I mean, I think okay. people have used the word remake in scenarios where they're like, "Oh, we lost a bunch of uh, assets and we had to remake them," right? But they usually go in back into the same product, right? Or it's like, "Yeah, we lost the source code and we had to remake it so that we could." Uh, modify things for the remastered version, uh, which has been a big problem for Final Fantasy VIII remaster because they did not have that source code. Okay. Yeah. But in that case, like you said, they're trying to recreate what the original thing was as closely as they can, which is definitely not what they're doing here for the remake of Final Fantasy VII. No, not even remotely close. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hmm. Hmm. So that doesn't concern you at all. You're still like really way into this thing. You're definitely going to buy it. I've already pre-ordered it. You have. Okay. And there's some problems with that as well. One, I'm firmly in the camp of you should not pre-order video games. Uh, So that's a problem that's like, well, am I? Uh, (laughs) 
Pro problem number two is I could have sworn when it got announced like five years ago, they were like, maybe it'll be on Xbox and PC. Maybe it will. And then right. now they're like, it's PlayStation exclusive. And I don't own a PS4. Oh, jerks. Here's the thing. They did PlayStation exclusive it. Boo. Well, it's it's Square Enix. And like I said in the last episode of the podcast, uh, they're heavily associated with Sony. Um, That's true. I've gone back and looked. And I don't think there was... I, I, I think I may have just imagined that it would have, that it would be on PC, right? Because I, <laughs> I was looking at some of like the old trailers and I didn't see like the Xbox PC logos down the bottom. But I did. I think this might be why I think I uh, thought this is I went to pre-order it at EB Games, right? One of the because I want the physical version with all the stuff. Okay. And. When you search for EB Games Final Fantasy VII Remake, one of the uh, URLs that Google finds is a store page for it on Xbox. Oh, and so, proof. <laughs> and so I think years ago, when I was still going to physically going into E3s, I remember I actually pre-ordered it then. Um, and I think I may have put money down for a physical version on the 360, which now apparently won't exist. So I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah. One of the problems with pre-ordering is sometimes things change. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you buy it on a system where it's not going to be. Yeah. I mean, they'd, they'd obviously give me my money back um, because I'd have to under Australian consumer laws. But Correct. Um, it's fine. I like. I probably. I might have canceled. Like, I stopped going to EB Games generally years ago, and so I probably yes. like the last time I went in there, I probably like canceled all my pre-orders that I had. Um, so I like they haven't sent me an email being like, hey. Uh, we've got a problem with your pre-order, or called me like they sometimes do. Uh, gotcha. But there are two other problems I have with Final Fantasy VII and the pre-order. The, the as as always, there's three editions. There's the basic box game. There's the deluxe edition, and then there's the special edition, which they call the first class edition. Um, yes. Because and they're that's huge. Three hundred thirty US dollars. Yes, which is about five hundred here. Good heavens! Okay. Uh, I am more than willing to pay that. All right. They cool. don't ship to Australia. <laughs> oh you want it shipped to my house and I'll ship it to you? I'm thinking that. Would that be legal for me to do that? Uh, no, that would be fine. The problem, I, the problem numero uno with that, uh, mm. numero duo, um, I don't know if the special code... Okay, so hold on. You get a statue, which obviously that's going to work in Australia. It's a statue. The, the, Correct. Uh, with the deluxe edition, which I've pre-ordered EB Games here, comes with two bonus uh, summon materials, so equipable spells, to summon like a one-off attack. That's how they worked in the original game. Like You could summon Ifrit and Shiva, uh, Bahamut, things like that. In this one, the... Deluxe Edition comes with two. comes with uh, a Cactar and a Chocobo chick, like a baby Chocobo. Super adorable. The first oh. class edition, which doesn't ship to Australia, comes with another one, a Carbuncle. Like, there's literally a spell in the game that you just can't get if you can't buy it, and they don't ship it to Australia. And if, hmm. I, and if I buy the US version, I don't know if that code will work in the Australia uh, PlayStation Store. Uh, okay. Hmm. Because they might region lock some of those codes. Yeah, in, right. In, in case it's like cheaper to buy elsewhere. Right. Yeah. 
That yep, that's a concern. Mm-hmm. Your plan. Yep. So I might get the stuff that I want and not be able to use it, which is why I might not that's, do it. Uh, right. Yeah. And there's really no way to know until someone else tries it and like reports. <laughs> yeah, and by that point, you can't pre-order it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. That really sucks. Yes. So, hmm. so it kind of feels like at this point you're not going to do it. I, I probably might not. I'm still kind of hoping that uh, for E3 they announce like, oh, hey, the, the, here's the EU and NA like, links to buy it. And then at some point EB Games will be like, oh, yeah, you can pre-order it here. Hooray. I'm, that, that, I'm, I'm hoping because I've seen that happen before with like, I think it was Gears 3 or 4. Maybe then. Maybe. Maybe. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Because that game looks right. like a lot of fun. I, yep. Did you, you, did, did the, you watch the trailers? I have seen the trailer. Yeah. Because it's a game I'm on the fence about. Okay. What do you think of the trailer? Uh, Good. Looks good. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know. I don't. I didn't play it when I was a kid. We had the PC demo mm. <laughs> when I was like twelve or thirteen, and so, so we. I played that a bunch. Final, it was fun. I don't think Final Fantasy VII had a PC demo when you were twelve or thirteen. It was only on the PlayStation oh. One. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I remember playing it. Let's, let's see. I'm gonna Google this. This is where I'm going to be like, in specifically Utah, it was available on the PC. Yeah. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII demo, two for PlayStation and two for the PC. There you go. Hmm. Released in North America in 1996. That sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. So that was fun. It It was basically like two fights. It wasn't very long. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's literally not even the full game. Right, well, not even the like the full game, but Ooh, it's like it's a, a demo. It's, yeah, I know, but it, it's like <laughs> if it was like two fights, you wouldn't even get an experience of what the full game would be like. Cause just it, the fighting, basically. It's just like here's how the combat works. Buy our whole game. I was like, I don't have a PlayStation. Leave me alone. That's so silly. Uh, obviously, it was available on PC. I guess if they released a demo for the PC, it'd be pretty stupid if they were like, now buy a PlayStation if you want the whole thing. Yeah, I guess. Um... I don't remember. Although, I don't know, man. That's just, sometimes that's how they work. Yeah, maybe. To the Googles. To the Google. So I don't remember it being released on PC. Well, maybe it wasn't in Australia. <laughs> um, so Final Fantasy VII Wikipedia page. Oh, it was released on Windows, yeah, in 1998. Yeah. Yeah, June. There you go. Thank you. Dang, so the demo was like two years before it actually came out on PC. Mm. That was one heck of a lead-up. Yeah. And the port was not released in Japan. Mm. Interesting. Very strange. So, yeah, I don't know if it was ever released in uh, in Australia then. Released in North America and Europe, not released in Japan. It doesn't say anything about anywhere else in the world. Mm. Yeah, so very possible it did not exist when in your country at all. Certainly not in the PC format. Right, that's what I meant. Yeah. Just the PC version. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, I mean, I am going to get a PlayStation just because Last of Us 2 is a thing. We talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, so did we see any of that at E3? No. I no, I didn't think so. No, I think you're right. I think they're boycotting it. I think Sony was like, 
No, but then how come Final Fantasy got stuff then? Because it's Square Enix, right? And they... Well, Square Enix is as closely tied to Sony as Naughty Dog is. Mm-hmm. Right? No, I would say I'd, I'd actually argue less. Because um, I don't think is any Naughty Dog games on PC or Xbox, but you can get uh, Square Enix products elsewhere. That's a, That's a good point. Like, available on other platforms. They usually come out like 10 years later, but you can get them there. <laughs> yeah, you can get them, but you can't get like any of the Uncharted games on PC. So Not that I'm aware of. You're, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Certainly can't get like, huh. uh, is it Jack and Daxter or was it Crash Bandicoot that Naughty Dog made? I think it was Jack and uh, Daxter. Were they not Crash? No, they were Jack and Daxter. Oh, they were both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both. Okay. I was going to say, I swear they're Crash Bandicoot. Making it sound like this either-or proposition. No, man, it's yeah. both. They're both games from my childhood, so I just figured they were different um, developers. But developers. you can get Crash Bandicoot on Steam. Hey, look at that. It just has to be, like, 20 years old, and then it'll let you do it. Yeah, it, that, and it has to be the, um, the like, remaster. The insane trilogy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ha ha ha. Well, good. All right. So, Final Fantasy VII remake looks cool. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly the first ever video game remake. So we'll see how that is received by the community. Hopefully, well. I mean, if I don't know, I don't know if they're as insane as StarCraft fans are. <laughs> I just really get the impression that if Blizzard had released a tweaked story for the remaster of StarCraft, people would have been mad. Um, hmm. very loud on Twitter. Yeah, probably. I mean, it. It. I think it depends because a lot of the story in Final Fantasy was like text-based. You were just like reading characters saying stuff, and yes. because it was originally in Japanese, I would say most of the Western audience didn't speak Japanese and had to listen to the translate. Well, not listen, read the translations, right? <laughs> and localization right. can sometimes go awry in video games, right? All your base belongs to us. Uh, yes, stuff like that. So, yes. Well, I personally haven't learned Japanese, so I, I, if there's differences in the English version and the Japanese versions of Final Fantasy VII, the original, I wouldn't know them. You will never find out. No. But, yeah. No, I get that. So I think they're already used to changes, probably. Okay. Yeah. Entirely fair. Yeah. That I think they already said that like a lot of like the major. Uh, plot points that are like held closely to the community's heart like clouds you know cross-dressing scene and uh yes. being able to date barrett on a uh, merry-go-round and the buster sword is huge well yeah i mean that's like <laughs> there's no way in the world of getting rid of that but some things that are a little no. like uh do we really want to let you date the man with a gun for a hand i don't know <laughs> 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 Sounds a little dangerous. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So they worry that stuff like that would get removed, but they already said that it's not. That stuff will be still be in the game. Uh, okay. So they're engendering some positive feelings from the fans already. Yeah. And I think a lot of the stuff like weapon skins, like the other swords that Cloud can wield, uh, all look very generic. It's really only the Buster Sword that he has that people care about. <laughs> Uh, so as long as they have yeah. that one, I don't think people will care if they change the others too much. 
That's true. I can't think of any other iconic weapons from this game at all. It's all Buster Sword and nothing. Mm. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could, but that <laughs> you haven't played the games. <laughs> true. But I'm just saying nothing has leaked out to the level that like I'm aware of it. You right, know? right. I mean, in the trailer, you do see him wield the Rune Edge, which is like Ooh. a sword with like a fat end uh, that kind of flares mm. out. And I mean, it, yeah. look, it looks fine, but it's like, can we get the option to maybe have the Buster Sword equipped regardless of what weapon you have? Like, just the skin up here? Because it is the iconic sword that we, like, and in the game, he, like, ditches it after 20 minutes because you just immediately find something better. <laughs> yeah, well, that makes sense. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's still an RPG. Yep. Weapons still have yeah. attributes that you have to play to, so. They're not going to give you a weapon that will you'll keep for the end of the game. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. No. Yeah. Or, uh, wow did it once, but otherwise, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you? What did Good you times. see that you liked at E3? So it's going to be Cyberpunk 2077, Somicron. Mm. Okay. So here's the thing. I was already excited for this. Like, the little gameplay that I've seen, it looks beautiful. It looks fantastic. It's by CD Projekt Red, who I trust with my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, and Keanu Reeves is in it. And I was like, I do love Keanu Reeves, but this is almost too much. Like, I don't need Keanu Reeves in this game. But okay, that sounds fine. (laughs) Yeah, Keanu Reeves came out and uh, called us all breathtaking. That was amazing. He showed up to E3. That's incredible. It is the year of Keanu, man. It is. It absolutely is. He's doing fairly well for himself that way. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I'm, I'm excited for it. I got an email from Steam that was like, you can pre-order Cyberpunk 2077. And I was like, really? Wow. And then I clicked on it, and it's like, it will come out in April of 2020. And I said, aww. <laughs> you raised my hopes and dashed them most expertly, Steam. <laughs> but you can I'm still pre-order it. Dumped. You can. I'm not going to, because it's a stupid digital download. I'm not going to pre-order something that they can't run out of. And as far as I know, there's not like a pre-ordered special thing or anything for it anyway, so I don't care. Uh, fair. I'm just trying to wonder if, uh, if between now and then, if there's going to be any like huge inflation and pre-ordering it now would lock it in at a price. Mm, can't see it happening in the next 11 months, but maybe. <laughs> I could knows? be eating my words here next, like, February. Who knows? I should have pre-ordered. <laughs> uh, so you get a digital content. You get the game soundtrack. Uh, the source yeah. book, which I think is just like wait what, a digital version of the little guides that used to come in video game with video games. I wish they still had the guides. I would buy stuff if it had guides. You have the art booklet, um, and Ooh. wallpapers for desktop and mobile. That appears to be nope. the pre-order bonuses at the moment. I've never been once been like, I need a wallpaper for something. Oh, I should have pre-ordered the game. <laughs> There's yeah. nowhere else in the world I can get a wallpaper for this thing. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. don't exist outside the pre-orders. <laughs> nope. That's really bad. That's a really bad benefit. It's a well-known and documented fact that people on the internet do not share images. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they did, there'd be a whole site dedicated to just <laughs> images, but there's not, so... <laughs> Just just the one, you reckon? I think they might diverse a bit more than that. <laughs> I mean, yes, there'll probably be a few, but uh, as we know, nobody does that, so yeah. no sites. Yeah, no. 
Yeah. So I don't know. The art book does interest me a little bit, but it's not enough. No. I'm not going to pre-order it. It'll be fine. I'm going to day it comes. April 16th, 2020. Mm-hmm. PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. CD Projekt Red previously announced a North American PC-only version, but swiftly changed its mind after Twitter went nuts. <laughs> all right. Wow. So it is going to be all the places, which is harder for them, but it's cool. Yeah. It also means more money for them, probably. It depends on how much they're getting paid. I mean, does Microsoft pay for PC exclusives? Mm. Imagine they're the only ones who'd be interested in doing that. Like, who else is going to pay for a PC exclusive? Epic? Well, yeah, but it doesn't say Epic exclusive. It says PC. Maybe. Right. Maybe it was going to be Epic, though. Hold on. But here's the thing. Microsoft wouldn't have gotten anything if it was PC exclusive because that would, it would be the Microsoft Store exclusive, but it wasn't ever that. It was always on Steam and GRG and other places. No, I know, but PC gaming is good for Microsoft. Like, Windows is a thing. Yeah. More Wi- people... Windows is also free. Sure, but they have ads and stuff. They're getting revenue from people installing Windows. Trust you, me. Okay, sure. It's, it is. They put ads in it. There are, there's the Google model of taking your information and selling it to third parties. I mean, they are getting more cash from Windows 10 than they ever did from Windows 7. Right. Windows 7 costs 60 bucks. But if you think a product like, see, uh, like Cyberpunk is going to drive install bases of... Uh, of Windows? Of Windows, so they can make ad revenue off the end user, that just doesn't make any sense. It'd actually be worth more, that, it'd be more worth their time to... Uh, put it like pay the exclusivity to make sure it's also on the store. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, yeah, but that was the plan. I mean, I found the link here. It was where we go. Uh, PC version of the game digital, available digitally in the U.S. You put that um, in the sign up channel. All right. Oh, I did. <laughs> what? Oh, it's because Akibot took me there. Oh. By the way, join the Discord. You can see great stuff like Falcon putting information in the wrong chat rooms. Happens all the time. Certainly does. And actually, what was a bigger part of the outcry, apparently, is that you couldn't even get the collector's edition in the U.S. at all. Huh. That's what they announced. You couldn't get that stuff. It was only digitally available in the U.S. And everybody's like, no, please. <laughs> there's a statue? You didn't say there's a statue. I don't see the statue. On the Steam version, it doesn't show a statue. Maybe you have to buy it somewhere else. Maybe Steam doesn't have it. Well, obviously, you can't get the statue through Steam. You can't. <laughs> you like not everyone has a three D printer. <laughs> Steam is capable of shipping stuff. I bought a Steam box from them. They could do it. You bought a Steam box? Yeah. No wait. What's the one that lets me just mirror it to my TV? Steam Link. Steam Link. That's the word. Yeah, that's different. That's first party yes, for them. It's not. Someone well, else's statue. I'm just saying they can ship stuff. They're not only digital distribution. That's all. Anyway, the point oh, also, is... Also, Steam Link probably discontinued. Uh, yes. They're not shipping I those anymore. <laughs> I have one. I could sell it on eBay for billions. I, I very much doubt it. Yeah. What the crap? There's already unboxing videos for Cyberpunk 2077 Collector's Edition? Yeah, because they want to hype people up to how good it looks. It's like a year away. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, but the pre-orders are available now. If people put money down on a pre-order and then forget about it, it won't matter if the game looks bad in 12 months. <laughs> yeah. I want to see what the statue looks like. 
Where are you, statue? There's the art book. Ooh, there it is. That's eh, alright. It's just like a dude with two guns, like, leaping off a motorcycle? I mean, it's alright. Hmm. But, eh. Yeah. I don't want it. Neither do I. I'll probably upgrade my video card in celebration, too. <laughs> it is time. <laughs> it is. I, yeah. I was, uh... I went out for dinner with some mates the other day, and they, he was telling me about it, the PC he built. And I'm like, oh, yeah, how does it handle, like, you know, what games do you play? I was like, yeah, yeah, I play, like, Stellaris a lot. Uh, the PC build went well. I pay, like, X amount for, like, the motherboard, and uh, it doesn't have a video card yet. Um... <laughs> you built a gaming PC without a video card. Yeah playing minecraft all the time well the, the cpu has built-in graphics yeah i know there's integrated graphics i know no, right do stuff right but... <laughs> he's obviously like yeah eventually i'm gonna buy like something better i'm like yeah i'd hope so and then he was telling me <laughs> that it outperforms uh one of our mutual friends gaming laptops that he bought for three grand oh well Gaming laptop, sure. <laughs> That's exactly what I said when he told me. And you, yeah. and then I was like, but your computer also doesn't have a graphics card. I, hmm. That does surprise me. Like, did he benchmark it? What's he talking about outperforming? Uh, just higher frames. Hmm. Yeah. All right, cool. To be fair, I didn't uh, see his monitor. He neat. could be playing it at like 4, 3, 500 by 400. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my frame rate. <laughs> A little window in the middle of the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. Although the number of times I have heard stories of people, you know, buying, putting together like $2,000 gaming PCs and then most of it is just Minecraft playing. Yeah. Well, it happens a lot. Fair. It happens you, too much. You, you can really mod a Minecraft now. You can, but not to the point where it requires like a 1080. Yeah. I don't think. You, you can. <laughs> You can? Yeah, you can do high-res shaders, and there's even a no-cubes mod that I saw the other day, which... What? No cubes in Minecraft? What is this? <laughs> Basically not Minecraft, yeah. I'll see if I can... No, it's not anymore. I'll see if I can find you. Wow. It, it, there's no cubes, but you can clearly see, like... Yeah, yeah. Bits. It's, it's still Minecraft. It's still very clearly Minecraft. Do you see that... Uh... Microsoft announced like a Dungeon Explorer Minecraft. I did mod or something. Diablo the Minecraft, yeah. Yeah, and I just, I don't know, man. Like, you don't buy Minecraft for like linear, straightforward adventuring experiences, right? I mean, maybe not, but some people, I guess, will. Yeah, obviously. Hmm. Minecraft ray tracing. It's yeah, kind of amazing. They turned on ray tracing for Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> good that's really funny uh, anyway anyway uh yeah cyberpunk very excited for that i mean i do enjoy the cyberpunk motif the theme it's fine i don't love it love it but i just more trust cd project right at this point so hmm. yeah. single player adventure stuff that's beautiful and good voice acting and good characters and good quests yeah put and me anywhere i'll play that stuff bonus keanu reeves and keanu's in it which yeah. I keep forgetting because I don't really care, I don't think. Like, I love <laughs> Keanu. I think he's a great dude, and I love John Wick very much. But I just, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not going to install it and just be like, I got to find Keanu immediately, you know? I mean, I don't, I think you'll come up in the story. I don't think you have to search for Keanu. 
Although right. that would make a great movie, right? <laughs> Bill, Bill and finding Ted's Keanu. excellent adventure finding Keanu, and it's yeah. Bill and Ted searching for real life Keanu Reeves playing both characters. Oh man, heads would <laughs> explode. Oh, that'd be great. I'd watch that. I think that would sell. I think that would sell tickets. I yeah. really do. So do I. Yeah. Just like people would love the meta. People like Deadpool. Deadpool's meta. They could do that with Keanu Reeves and make a billion dollars. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Hmm. Although, uh, since it was suggested to us, I think we should talk about it. Do you think putting Keanu in the game would take your immersion out of it? Because you'd be like, oh my god, this stuff just happened to my character, and oh my god, there's Keanu Reeves? We'll see, but the thing is, he's not playing Keanu Reeves. No, (laughs) No, that's true. He's not playing... Actually, you don't know. We don't know this character's name yet. No, we do. Do we? Uh-huh. Did they say his name? Yes. I must Hold have on. missed it. What is it? I just read it. Keanu's going to play Johnny Silverhand. <laughs> <laughs> Here. All <this> right. <laughs> See? Yep. Johnny Silverhand. Yep. Okay. There you go. Um, so, I mean, in that case, I'm trying to think. Have I ever played a game that's literally had an actor a real life movie tv actor playing a character in it not just voice acting but like looking like them you know what i mean like this um did you ever play chronicles of riddick no because like i believe that have vin diesel yeah i I don't know if it was voiced off him but it was clearly modeled to look like him Okay, so that's a movie or a video game based off of a movie series, though. Right. Specifically. Right. In that case, I uh, I don't mind it because it's obviously the actor played the character, right. and the, it, the the game's about the character, not the actor. Um, or right. they didn't just pull in the actor for fun, like they did with this. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, I guess you would get a limb and say you didn't play like Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. No, certainly didn't. Because that had... Um, is that the John Cena one? No, 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 no. Who was the guy from House of Cards and then was a bad guy? Um, Kevin Spacey? That's it. Yeah, it had Kevin Spacey in it. I didn't know Kevin Spacey was in that. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, so there's one for sure. Yeah. Um, um, there was... Oh, gosh. The, uh, oh, the Juno girl. Mm. Oh, um, 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 Ellen Page. Ellen Page. There was a video game. It was Last of Us. Where, like, no, kind of. Oh, Beyond Two Souls? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, where she basically says that Beyond Two Souls ripped off her likeness. And, like, she sued the video game developers about it. Huh. Did that game so, I don't know. also have, I don't know. um,. Willem Dafoe? Uh, I, f- I don't know. Here's the Wikipedia page. Thanks. Yeah, Willem Dafoe's... He's literally in it. Yeah, he's literally in it. <laughs> but, like, Ellen Page is not... No. Right? No. no. I don't believe so. so. No, hang on. Nope, she is. Who... Yeah, she she's portrayed by actress Ellen Page. Yeah. Okay, so she's in it. Okay, so that's one. I didn't play it, though, so it doesn't no. count for this example. I'm just trying to think of examples of where this has happened. Probably didn't sue the developer, then. No, 
Probably not. Yeah. I hope not. That'd be a really weird lawsuit. They stole my likeness. Well, they <laughs> also paid you a bunch of money to be in it, so I don't know what we're complaining about here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So Ellen Page sued Naughty Dog for her likeness in The Last of Us. Oh, they she did. Okay. Yeah, that's why I thought she was in The Last of Us, because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. I can see it. Mm. Yeah, wait, so can I. I mean, character's name is even Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really close. Fair, fair enough. Where'd that ever go? Did that ever go anywhere? Um, don't know. Let's see, is there like a result? I don't know. If you Google it, it really only shows like the initial complaint. I don't yeah. know if it ever went anywhere. No, I don't think she actually did anything about it. She was just like, well, she just complained uh, about it. Yeah. Okay. So I guess to answer the question put forth in the Discord channel, I have never played a video game that's done this before. So. Once Cyberpunk comes out and I play that, then we can have this discussion. All right. Okay. Have you, though? Have you ever played a video I, game with a actor? I played the actor? Call of Duty game with Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Okay. Yeah. What was your experience? Did it freak you out? Did it no. take you out of your immersion? No. Because um, I was just like, oh, okay, that, I guess that's the bad guy of the story. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond Fair. that. Beyond that, I didn't care. Actually, Call of Duty done that a couple times now. The last Call of uh, Infinite, or whatever it is, Infinite Warfare, or whatever dumb name they gave it, had Kit Harrington. Did it really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. He was in it for, like, all of 20 minutes. <laughs> like, like you see him for all of 20 minutes. He doesn't die in the first 20 minutes or anything like that. But Boy, there are certainly spoilers on the Google for a game that's five years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's evil, apparently. Yeah, he's a bad guy. He's a bad... He's an evil space marine. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, back when Game of Thrones was good. Mm. <laughs> um, apparently, Battlefield 4 had a guy... Is that model. the Berenthal guy? No, Michael K. Williams. Oh, Michael K. Williams. Yeah. Yeah, apparently they had him. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I just Googled video game characters modeled after real people. Uh, He's Omar on the wire. One of the best characters ever, man. Omar's great. That's what I hear. Slowest burn of all time, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know that I can recommend it. Dwayne Murphy? Never heard of him. No, me neither. Yeah, that's interesting. Battlefield 4 has a ton of characters they modeled after actors that I've never heard of. Mm. Huh. They do it a bunch. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're, maybe that's a way to get voice talent is be like, hey, it's not just your voice. We'll put your face in the game, too. Get you some recognition, you know? Maybe. Um, I, I, I don't think when it's someone like Kit Harrington or Kevin Spacey, they're like, we need to get your face out there because no one knows who you are. Right? No, 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 I'm talking about these people that I don't know. Oh, the people you don't know. Okay. Yeah, like maybe these people are like really good voice actors and I've never seen their faces because they're voice actors. Maybe Battlefield hey. is like, let's get a ton of voice talent maybe by getting these people on screen hmm. a little bit, you know? I know a lot. Uh, I think it's like one of the Prince of Persia games. The character, like the prince, is his roughly model off to look like uh, Nolan North, his voice actor. Okay, yeah. Roughly. Oh, okay, to be fair, Nolan North looks like every white male protagonist in a video game ever. So. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He is an incredible voice actor, and he kind of has a face for it, too, though. He's got he's got both of those aspects going. Yeah, yeah. The new Tom Clancy <laughs> game has uh, the guy that played the Punisher in 
the Marvel Netflix show, Punisher. That one's the Barenthal one, right? I guess. Yep, that's John Barenthal. He brought his dog to E3. He's the one who brought his dog on stage. Oh, I didn't see that one. I, I saw the yeah, yeah. I saw the post about like being like Jog and Wick would have at least pet the dog, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he. I don't even know what he introduced at E3, but he brought think, his dog and had it on stage. I think it was the uh, Tom Clancy game he's in. Makes sense. <laughs> Total sense. A relaxed dog is a new talking point of a video game expo, says Time.com. Yep. I mean, I, I don't think that's a good look for him when it's like, he comes out, he does a presentation. People only want to talk about the dog and not the game. That's kind of well, worrying for the game. That society now, dog upstages everything. Seriously, you bring a dog doing anything and the dog will be the story. I guarantee. NBA yeah. Finals. If somebody gives like a post-game interview and it's really good, but he's holding a dog, the dog is the focus. Yeah, because the 100%. dog is the unusual thing there. Yeah. <laughs> that, right. Like, and like the dog's the... the unusual thing at E3. Right. But it's also like maybe talk about the game. Like I'd like to know information about that. That's kind of why we're here. You'd think so, but I honestly have no, like no information about the game. It's all dog. That's it's, all I saw on Twitter. It's all dog. It's all dog. All you know what? It's a Tom Clancy it. game. That'll probably be the reviews as well. All dog. All dog. Is that another Ghost Recon? Yep, that's what it is. Yeah. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Mm. So, yeah, I don't like. I don't know why he brought his dog. He just like. Did. Lies there and just like looks cute the whole time. Who knows? It's not like he uses like he doesn't have the dog do tricks or like you can't have a dog in the game or anything. It's weird. It's a weird choice. Mm. Although everyone's talking about the presentation now, so yeah, but they're not talking about the presentation. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> they're not. I just now am figuring out what the heck he was even talking about at all. Twenty four hours later. Yeah. Yeah, I literally didn't know it was a Tom Clancy game. I didn't know it was a video. Like, I assumed it was a video game because he was doing it at E3, but I, I had no idea. Right. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's a puppy. Hey, look, Ooh. you get drones in this game. It's just like The Division. Hmm. Yep. I never played any of the Ghost Recons. Um, I did, like, ages ago. They were right. They were yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, so two games uh, had like trailers that I was hoping I would get something good that did not uh, present anything worthwhile watching. I think. Okay. Gears of War Five and Halo Infinite both like terrible showings. Mm. That sucks. <laughs> just kind of. I didn't watch either of those. Just kind of boring. Uh, the Chiefs one, once again, like what's happening in this new trilogy makes completely no sense because. They, they just... They, I have a feeling like what they want to do is kind of like the Marvel. Oh, we're going to show you a trailer, but maybe what's in the trailer isn't always accurate so we don't spoil the game. Right. What's actually happened with like the last game was everything we showed you in the trailer isn't outright falsehood about the game, right? Not in the fact like it looks better or, you know, the usual downgrade stuff that you'd get. Just in what's taking place in the story is nothing relevant to what we're seeing, right? Right, right, right. And That's so, the takeaway somehow. Right. <laughs> right. And it's like, okay, so we got this story about a guy for Halo. He's like trapped in a pelican and it's like drifting through space. Presumably has l not much power. He, you know, 
bumps into something and it's like, oh, we found a friendly identification tag on what he thinks is another ship because he was like asleep on the floor. And he gets there and it's the Master Chief and he like somehow, oh, somehow, right. somehow gets the Chief in and channels like the last of the ship's power into his suit to like unlock it and, you know, charge it back yada, up. Yada, yada, yada. Right, right. Right. Techno Magic trouble. stuff. And then yep. they're like, oh, hey, there's a halo ring here. And it's been blown apart a bit. And it's like, okay, what does this have to do in relation to, like, Cortana being evil and awakening super galactic weapons in the last one and running wild and killing everyone? Literally nothing? Literally nothing. Like, we have no idea what's going on. All we know is that the chief looks better because they, like, redesigned uh, his suit again. (laughs) He needed it. To, yeah, to, they, they, they turned it back to looking like proper Halo, which is good. Uh, yeah. So story-wise, we have nothing. We know that it looks pretty, and it's just like, this was your chance to make me excited, and you didn't do it. No. That doesn't sound exciting at all. No. But they did say it'll be on both Xbox One and the next Xbox, which they're calling Project Scarlet. Yes. Did hear that code name. Yes. So... That'll be interesting, I guess. Yeah, we'll see. Hmm. But yeah, like nothing about that makes me interesting or interested. No. Or interesting, honestly. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this Avengers game, did you watch a trailer for that? I did. Why Why do they have generic faces on the heroes? Uh, Probably because they couldn't get the actors or they wanted to what? avoid having the actors for the very reasons... Some people don't like it. But it's weird. It's like the suits are all the same. Like Captain America's wearing the Captain America Marvel Cinematic Universe suit, and he he's just not. has a different face. He's not. It looks slightly sure different. Sure he is. Well, no. No, 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 no. Y- What's yeah. slightly different about it, Mr. I mean, Captain America suit expert? <laughs> well, I'm not an expert. I'm just looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For, for one, if you look... Uh, I'm just looking at, like, the thumbnail for the video, okay? So, it's got a silver star and then three black lines, right? Captain America in Endgame does not look like that. His one on. has scale mail, and there's also gaps between his shoulder pads, which don't really... Like, in Endgame, I think it's more of, like, a shirt. Like, kind of... Not shirt as in it's loose, but it's all one piece. All right, fine. There are slight differences, but the overall effect is Marvel Cinematic Universe costumes and outfits for all of these people. Yes? Sure. On a basic scale. Mm. Thor looks like Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thor, Iron Man looks like MCU Iron Man. Which were all originally based off the comic book looks, and I think if they wanted to, like... I don't know how, like, the agreement... Because if they said, oh, you can use our designs for their costumes, I think the faces would be too hard to attach, or even voice acting for some of those characters, I think. Like, I know Chris Evans doesn't want to do any more movies, but he might be up for a voice acting role. I don't know. Maybe. And so I think it's just strange. I think that it's more likely they made an argument of, we went with similar and off the same uh, original concepts, but obviously not the same. All right. So maybe the argument is these are the comic book Avengers and not the MCU Avengers. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> these are not the okay. MCU Avengers at all. It's the same people, right? But it's not the yeah. same universe at all. Why not? Do, do you remember San Francisco exploding in the cinematic no, universe? But, 
This they, could be later. They probably well, would have not... talked about that. No. It can be in the same universe and have something that happens in the future. No, it can't. Just because we, because we haven't Iron Man's seen it dead. in the MCU. Because Iron Man's dead, but he's in the game. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Iron Man died. I forgot about that. Good call. And Thor doesn't have Mjolnir. And Iron, uh, uh, Captain America's old. <laughs> yes. Cap is super old. Yeah. There are lots of reasons this wouldn't work in the timeline. Okay, you're right. This is definitely not MCU. Well played. Good logical arguments there. Nicely yep. done. You're welcome. Yeah. Huh. But it does look it does look good. I like we saw like gameplay light where it's like this is something yeah. how the combat might look, but there's like no HUD or anything. It's, yeah. It, it I I'm excited and I'm going to keep an eye on it. That's what that comes it's down very to. Teaser trailer, not really gameplay trailer at all. Yeah. I do call yeah. it a teaser trailer. Yeah. Or Concurrent. the A Day trailer. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in Nintendo news, uh, there's going to be a new Breath of the Wild or Zelda game. I guess it won't be called Breath of the Wild. Um, they're bringing The Witcher 3 to Switch in their tradition of bringing games to the Switch five years after they've been out for everything else. Right. It, that's one of the weird things because I remember the, like, the lead up to The Witcher 3 and everyone being like, this game looks incredible. My PC will melt. And then I look yes. at my Nintendo Switch on my desk and I'm wondering how it runs its operating system. <laughs> I don't know. I had the same compl- like worry about uh, Skyrim, although Skyrim's a 2011 game, so putting it on the Switch makes more sense. Yeah. Because hardware differences there are pretty extensive, just the years in between those things. Mm. But yeah, The Witcher 3 absolutely hardcore taxes my 970. Right. And I don't know that the Switch has the equivalent of a 970 in it. Not even remotely. Right. So they just knocked, I mean, I don't know. I guess you could knock down the graphics requirements and make it look less pretty if you want. Hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't love The Witcher because it's pretty. It is really pretty, but it's more about gameplay and story and stuff. Right, but performance matters. Um, It does. Yeah, but I'm just saying if you downscale it enough to where the performance is fine and it just doesn't look as good. Yeah. That might be what they're going for. So there's a... Uh, there's a series of, I, I don't remember what it's called on YouTube, but it's a series of people who mod the games to make them as low graphically intensive as possible. Like, they remove textures and stuff like that. Like, they mod the game to make it look hideous. It's, here we go. <laughs> Potato settings. Uh, you'll <laughs> you get a kick out of this. Just That's, that's what Geralt looks like in Potato Mode. <laughs> It honestly kind of looks more like uh, RuneScape than The Witcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without question. Oh, my gosh. That looks terrible. Trees are just popping into view (laughs) as you ride up on them. Yeah. This is what I expect the Switch version to look like. (laughs) Uh, Oh, oh, now they're showing, like, what it's supposed to look look like. like. Yeah. And they go, you know, it looks like Raft. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It really does. Mm. (laughs) This is amazing. I love how his, like, logo for his health bar is still super crisp and high res. Yeah, it's fantastic. Same with the (laughs) mini-map. This really sharp-edged wolf thing, right? The mini-map looks fine, yeah. Wow. Yeah, man, that's like if this game came out in like 1998 or something, <laughs> this is what it would look like. 
you know what? If this came out in 1998, it'd be like the classic from 1998. Yeah. It'd be the game. It would. It'd be the game from 1998 without question, but it's definitely 1998. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Like, World of Warcraft only came out in 2004, and that's basically this, right? Mm. WoW Classic. WoW Classic Maybe. looks better. Um, WoW Classic looks like it has uh, textures. There's just a lot yes. of flat shades. Yes. So maybe earlier. Yeah, maybe 96, 98, 2000, somewhere around there. Oh, this mm. is beautiful. You have to put this in the show notes. This oh, is yeah. fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it, it, is a, it is a very adult scene for uh, listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Which is humorous to watch with. <laughs> I, I he looks like, like a vampire. <laughs> he He's does. just like super pale, red-eyed, scary-looking dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like these are drawn <laughs> the animations. <laughs> looks like a cartoon. Uh, oh, that's this is. How do they even do this? I have no idea. Huh. Black magic. <laughs> I, I don't guess. know. So look for this. I, this is just the Witcher three trailer for Switch, I guess. It is. It really is. Congratulations! It's out. We made it. I should comment that on the video. You should. So yeah, Nintendo's got some stuff that I don't care about. Okay, Animal Crossing thing too, maybe. There's a new Pokemon. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Luigi's Mansion. There's a Luigi's Mansion. Mario and Sonic about. at the Olympics. I feel like Mario, I know Mario what? Sonic would win at the 100 meter dash and stuff. And that just wouldn't be fair. No, it would not be fair. There's a new Marvel Alliance game, fighting game with like Wolverine and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, Halo Infinite has split screen. Holy crap. That gets me interested. It's been a while since they've had split screen for Halo. Yes. You didn't mention I, that about it. I think they had that for Halo 5. Halo 5 had that? Yeah, I think so. So how long ago was that? Four years ago. Four years. That's what I'm talking about. Long time, man. <laughs> anyway. But there hasn't been a game come out between that. Time keeps on slipping into the future, they say. Hmm. A song about that, I believe. I'll take your word for it. Yep, you should Google it. No. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that's about it. I mean, there's other stuff, but nothing else that I really care about. You mean you don't care about the Blair Witch game or Battletoads? Nope. Okay. What about... Anything else you care about? Doom Eternal. Yeah, I haven't played any of the Dooms. Not really interested. I mean, I played original Doom, but none of the like recent Dooms. Do you not like really, really, really good first-person shooters? No, I'm kind of first-person shootered out, to be honest. Oof. Okay. Oh, we didn't talk about uh, Fallen Fallen Jedi or Fallen Knight or whatever it is. <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order. That one, Fallen Order. Yeah, turns out it looks pretty boring. Yeah. It's EA. What do you want from us? <laughs> yeah. I, yep. No. Not interested. Looks really boring. Cool. All right. Well, we're about at time. But Ooh. I do want to give like a two-sentence review of the new season of Black Mirror on Netflix. I will give you two sentences. Okay. Season three of Black Mirror is not Black Mirror. Oh, okay. Now I'm interested. Tell me more. It's not. How is it not Black Mirror? It's just, have you watched no. the previous Black Mirrors? Oh, okay. yes. Yes, so, I've seen the previous ones. I've seen this one. 
No, no, previous ones. So Black Mirror is about dystopia futures and technologies and despair. And like, it's not a happy show. Sometimes it is, but the vast majority of the time it's not, right? Right. Okay. So the new season of Black Mirror is three episodes and it doesn't have the same feeling at all of the previous seasons of Black Mirror. There's no sense of despair. There's barely any sense of like, hey, this future technology is really interesting and kind of terrifying. There's none of it. I don't hmm. know what they're doing anymore. Interesting. Yeah. So what was the, like, problems in the show? Like, what did the characters do? Like, that was, this is clearly the issue of the story. Like, what's... Uh, one involves Andrew Scott, who I love. He's a great actor. He played Moriarty on the Sherlock BBC series. Okay. And the message is distracted driving is dangerous. Technically accurate? Yes, but not Black Mirror. No. Like public service announcement level stuff, man. It was an <laughs> hour and seven minutes of PSA. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I just don't. It, re, it, it, it befuddles me. I don't know what they're doing with this. It's not Black Mirror. Hmm. If you showed somebody an episode, one of these three episodes, and not told them what it is, there's no way they would have been like, oh, it's the new series of Black, or it's the new season of Black Mirror. Cool. Nobody would ever make that connection. Hmm. It's crazy how different it is. I'm like, it's fine, but nothing. I don't know. Just nothing that I love. Nothing in there that I love about Black Mirror. The end. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. The end. The end. Cut. Cut. That's it. That's the end. We're stopped. No, we haven't. I'm still recording. <laughs> <laughs> but in the edit, but in the edit, we're done. Oh, you have all the power. Sometimes I forget. <laughs>